0: That's another T-P-P team profile and projection. Jake is with me. Trevor Plouffe is with me. We are at the Sun and Fun RV Resort. Gotta go. In Sarasota, Florida, sun is shining down brightly. Will be blinding me in like a second, actually. It's piercing. And we're going to be talking about your cubbies. The Cubs. Love the Cubbies. World Series champs. Kind of a decent amount of time ago now, right? 2016,
1: 16, 16. Yeah, supposed to be. This was supposed to be a golden kind of age for the Cubbies era. I guess they got to be a sleeper team that. Can't. Great
2: World Series though that year. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Indians. Fantastic. You had the Raja Davis home run of Chapman, but then the eventual Cubs victory. Yeah, that was a great. Good game. for you guys. <laughs> Congrats, <laughs> the Cubs. Cubs. Congrats.
0: <laughs> well, we usually start the show with what they added and what they dropped. Not much. And for the Cubs, it's not much. Cole Hamels is kind of a decent loss. Yeah. And Castellanos, Castellanos yeah. really helped well, them towards yeah, the end. Yeah, he did. He was special for them. Big,
2: but big Castellanos fan right here. But They didn't really add
1: anyone, which I thought was kind of interesting. They had one of the most quiet off-seasons, except a late non-roster invite that I know my guy no. Trevor Plouffe is all
2: about. Yes. Who's, who's, who's that? Spoiler alert, Jason Kipnis. Oh, Chicago okay. native. Um, all-star. All right. Two-time all-star, maybe. Maybe. I maybe. like his
0: swing. I was saying that in the Indians mini-episode. I was saying Kipness, he just looked like a threat to me, just the way he stood. Really no analytics behind it. He's a ball player. Yeah. yeah. Got to love that about him. They did add Jeremy Jeffries on a weird, like, really cheap contract. Yeah,
1: Could if he figures good. it out, it's good. If not, it's nothing.
2: Yeah. What do you mean figures it out? He's figured it out. He's a good pitcher. He struggled last year, dude. He got you know what? People struggle sometimes. He got released. It's okay. Okay. All right. That's really it. <laughs> I
0: mean, the nucleus of this team is still the nucleus of this team. There's a lot of rumors about being about trading Chris Bryant to clear space. They didn't do that. I thought that was dumb. But it's still Bryant. It's still Rizzo. It's still Baez, still Schwarber, still Contreras.
2: You'd like, like them to trade Chris. Me? Yeah. Why? You said that. You thought it was dumb they didn't trade it, or you thought it was dumb there was rumors about
0: it. It was dumb there was rumors. Yeah, me too. I, I said from the start i I this didn't This is still understand. a
2: really good team.
0: Yeah, look at look at everyone I just named. I said like even they were talking about trading Contreras because Cap Space, that's some mookie bet shit. Like I was saying that's dumb. Yeah. Try to win. You're really yeah, these good. These guys squad.
2: are all relatively young too. Besides Jason Hayward's probably a little older now, but I don't even know his age. But looking at this lineup, I mean they're all he's thirty and uh thirty point six
0: years old. I mean he, not that bad. He came up young, young. Yeah. And their rotation still pretty decent. You got Darvish, Cantana, Hendricks, Lester, and then Chatwood, who was hurt last year and now on a contract year. Quintana is also on a contract. Let's year. uh,
1: can we start with the pitching a little bit because I think the main chunk of this Cubs lineup everyone knows: Rizzo, Bryant, Baez, Contreras. Uh, I mean, all the dudes we just named. The pitching, and uh, I'll kick it to you, Trev, because I I I should ask this before, but did you face Darvish? And I faced all these guys. I look
2: at the projected starters. I faced them all. Did you face Dirty Darvish or Sloppy Darvish? I faced Texas Rangers Darvish, and he was very good. There's actually a, a GIF that uh, is out there that I I've put out there as well because it's okay. so funny. Lean into it. He was balling in Texas, throwing 96, and he hit me with one of those Bugs Bunny curves. Oh, really? And I was so far out in front of it. <laughs> it's just it's a funny clip. So, like, and I got a lot of shit for it. Like, the people were, like, you know, like posting it. And it was, I think it was on the not top 10, maybe, stuff like that. Uh, little known fact, I got a hit off them. Okay. At a bad. So, <laughs> but it was a bad swing. Every story ends. And I'm with okay that. with it being shared because it's, like, so ridiculous. It just kind of shows how
1: uh, how hard it is. John, when you see the rotation, do you think Darvish. I mean, sticks out? Like, if he has a good year, we've got the Cubs in it? Or do you think that's not
0: a big of a factor? I see a lot of guys past their prime. Okay. Like interesting. Darvish, well, you just called him. Did you face Dirty Darvish or did you face Sloppy Darvish? Right.
1: He had a better year. He had a big second half last year. He can't win at Wrigley.
0: Is that still a narrative?
1: I
2: think he got over He I had think.
1: He had a really good second half last
2: okay. year. This is uh, a lot of. This is a lot of old media speak we're doing right now. Sloppy Darvish, old Darvish. I mean, it was, a, it, stuff. it was a story.
1: It was a story.
2: But, I, I mean,
1: that's for me, and that's why I brought it up, was that I think if Darvish is lights out one, like I think this Cubs team has a lot of merit and is in in, in every conversation. If he's not, I mean, Quintana's going to do his thing. Uh, Hendricks I like. But I, I think Darvish makes them a
0: different team if he's the dude he can be. I like Hendricks. I like, I like nerdy, smart pitchers.
2: Yeah, he's good. I, I don't think Darvish has to be, like, an elite one guy. Can okay. he be that? Yes, but I don't think he has to be. I think if all these guys, if you look at them – even if they just hit their projections, I mean, we're looking at it right now. We get Darvish projected at a three nine, Quintana at a three nine, Hendricks at a three six, Lester at a four one, and Chatwood at a four five. That is serviceable. That is going to get you to where you need to be as a team, especially with their lineup.
0: I agree with that. I don't think they have a name that you're like, oh damn. But what they have is five MLB guys. You know what the stat that the John Boy stat that maybe Trevor right. definitely doesn't know about? But it's like, does I I, I want to call it a compete stat. Like when he's on the mound, do you have a chance to win? How many times is this dude going to completely blow the game? And these guys, it's not a lot. They're they're going to fight, they're going to grind, they're going to give you a shot to win every day. One through one through five.
2: I don't know much about Chatwood, uh, but the first four.
0: Do I we, think those are guys.
2: Do we have? You guys are got the the internet up here, and you're looking. Do we have somebody pushing for the rotation? Anybody coming up that we need to know about or talk about?
0: Not really, man. I was trying to dig in, and and if you're a Cubs fan and you know something that we don't, let us know. But yeah, I'll we'll see if they brought anyone in in
1: Triple A. I got. Let's see, they brought in.
2: Not really. I feel like Jarrell Colton Cotton. He's he's been. Oh, Jarrell Cotton. He's from the from the A's. I've seen him. He's got a Bugs Bunny changeup. Yeah, he, he shut the
0: Yankees down one one game.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's a guy that um, I don't know if he's going to come in and just like. You know, be a savior in the rotation, but he's depth. Yeah. yeah, I think they have some depth, guys, and that's all.
1: Yeah, no, no top prospect that I think Cubs are slamming the table saying get this guy up or anything like that. But uh, I mean, Darvish, Quintana, Hendricks, Lester, Chatwood. It feels it, it's a pretty w- good rotation. If yeah. if they're all doing their thing during the regular
0: series season, they're going to win a lot of series. Yeah, because you just you're Espe- not going to beat those guys, especially a lot. with the lineup. And then, and then the new name for the lineup is Nico Horner. I think he's going to make the team out of camp. No,
2: I did some research on this. He skipped double A and got a few at bats last September. Yeah, he coffee. played. A, he played a lot of in September. Well, he and he went off first seven days. He just went gangbusters, and he kind of came back down to earth, you know, as sure. people do. But you know, we know what the Cubs like to do with service time. <laughs> There's no secret there. We just had a big, long talk about it. With Chris Bryant going through it. He hasn't hit AAA at all, and I believe he'll probably start the year in AAA. So Kipnis is the safety blanket there? Yeah, Kipnis, and I think there's a couple other guys that could fill that role. I think, um, you know, we're talking about Bodie. He can step in and play second base if needed. Uh, but I do like that non-roster. I mean, I, I think he still sh- maybe could have demanded the major league deal, but... He, you know where we are in the free agent landscape um, in the game of baseball. Guys like that are taking these minor league deals, but I think he's got a good chance to make the team. And I do believe that he is not a safety blanket, but maybe like a um, a placeholder for Nico. If this, if this, if Nico goes and goes off and he's doing the thing, and and Jason's up there and he's kind of just, you know. He's not tearing, you know, tearing the world up. I think we'll see Nico, but I, I I'm thinking right now that I'd pencil in Jason Kipnis at second base for them. All
0: right. Well, I mean, we're gonna see how that plays out. Nico will be up at some point, I think.
2: Yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah. I just, you know, going judging on how they handle service time and the fact that he hasn't played at all in AAA, I think he starts the year in AAA. All right. It'd be awesome if like he goes out and he has a great spring and they just said, hey, it's your job, but it doesn't happen that often. Yeah.
0: It means adding to a – it doesn't really matter either because the rest of their lineup is pretty good. It's like, really good. Last year they had – what is this, Jake? They had six guys with a OPS plus over 100. Yes. And that includes all the names that you know that I already said and David Bodie. Bodie? Yeah.
2: Yeah, you know, we're, I think the biggest thing they're talking about right now in Cubs camp is who's going to hit leadoff for us. They don't have a prototypical guy. They've had Bryant do it. They've had Rizzo do it. And Both those guys have had success. But, you know, traditionalists are like, you can't hit those guys at the top of the lineup. And I'm right. sitting here like, why not? Yeah, why not? Do it. Put Riz- OBP. Rizzo had a 4.05 on base percentage. You put those guys at the top of the lineup. Pitcher comes in. Throws his warrant pitches. And Anthony Rizzo steps in the box to start the game off. Chris Bryant steps in the box to start the game off. The pitcher goes, shit, yeah. I cannot throw a fastball over the middle of the plate right now because these guys are gonna lean back on it, put them in the grandstands. There's no getting comfy. One, nothing. I saw it with Dozier when I was in Minnesota when we had him at the top of the lineup. He wasn't even a non-base percentage guy per se. Decent, but not like these guys. But he had pop, and we liked him there. And I knew pitchers were like, "Dang man, I can't lay one in." And then they kind of get they kind of get a little bit, uh oh, they get a little bit uh, scared. One O happens, then they know they got to come and boom. Yeah. It's a different animal. When you have a guy that can put it in the seats hitting leadoff, it's a different thing for pitchers to, uh, you know, to adjust to.
1: I've, I've got a good generic sports talk line that I think you'll like. Okay. Uh, I think it's used more in football, but it's the what, what does the opposing team not want to see? And if I'm the opposing team, I don't want to start off Rizzo and Bryant. It's exactly what you just said. Yeah. If you're gonna throw, if, if you're trying to sneak some on base by Jason Hayward or someone like that, so you could get bodies on for those guys. If I'm the opposing team, I'm saying, hey, I would love to attack Hayward first batter in yeah. the game. So I, I I think I think you're right there. And yeah, it's I think that is a generic media thing of they shouldn't bat li- Rizzo. Lena, the sports changed. Like, he's going to get on a
2: 40% clip, throw him up there. Nobody steals bases anymore, right? Right. And if this is a team that only had Rizzo and Bryant, and those are your run producers, guys that hit the ball of the park, maybe you don't put them at the top of the lineup. But I'm looking at this lineup right now. Say you take Chris Bryant and put him leadoff. Well, you still got Rizzo behind him, Baez, Schwarber, Contreras. I mean, Ian Haps there. I mean, there's guys that can hit the ball of the park behind them. So let them get on base. The lineup turns over, then who cares who's hitting leadoff? It's a strong top five.
0: We've got to talk about something we haven't discussed yet, and sure. this is what's new with the team. The biggest addition is a new manager. Yeah. And they had a manager that is revered as a great manager, and they parted ways, quote-unquote parted ways, and said, we need something new. Because what happened last year? Like, this team's yeah. good, and they didn't make the playoffs.
2: Sometimes it happens, you know? Things uh, don't go their way. Other teams have a – I think when you look back, I think they had a pretty bad September, right?
0: It was uh, weird. They they went. They like would make the push, close the gla- gap. They even were in first place at some point in like August or September. Yeah.
2: The Cardinals turned it on. Cardinals turned it on. Brewers turned it on. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes that happens.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, they bring in Ross, who Do we won like a World. S- he, he won a World Series with these guys. Yes. He's been a, a companion, you know, a player with them, and now he's the manager, and that's weird. Like when Joe Girardi had to then manage Jeter and Posada, it was not like, fun the first season. There's all these weird stories. He was trying to be authoritative. Doesn't seem like Ross is going to be that guy at all. It seems like he's going to be like, do whatever you want. And yeah. is he, is he too lax? I know I'm going to ask you this question. I think I know your answer, but doesn't matter. I think you're going to say not really.
2: There's a fine line there, for sure. You know, and I think when you're talking about Girardi, that was a different time. And yeah. people expected things out of a manager that they don't expect out of a manager That's now. True. You know, right now, let's face it, it's the front office is pulling the strings. They're going to send the lineup down. They're going to tell him the matchups. Everything's going to be written out for him, including, you know, percentages to use guys off the bench, percentages to bring the bullpen out, when to do it. That's all going to be mapped out already. Okay. So his job as a manager, new age managers know this, and the guys that are successful now, they're guys that can handle a clubhouse and can handle the media, and they can just kind of be that the calming presence, that's mm-hmm. steady the steadiness, and I think he's got that. I mean, you know, he wrote a book about being the consummate teammate. So he understands the clubhouse atmosphere, and I think he's going to be able to navigate this just fine. And and really, we're talking about managers. It's about the players. I think David Ross is going to do just fine there. I think players respect him. He walks that fine line of respect and buddiness. So that's a tough line to navigate, but, you know, I think – Rocco Baldelli does it in Minnesota, and I think Dave's going to do it in Chicago. Yeah. And Boone does it. Yeah. Boone and does I, it as I, well.
1: I'm interested to see. I, I I don't feel strongly about it either way, but when you think about the names you mentioned. Like Rocco, we met him the other day. He was awesome, but none of those guys on the team played with Rocco. Maybe one of the pitchers. Um and Aaron Boone with the Yankees, him and CC had played. Now CC's gone, but yeah. that was the one overlap. I mean, Ross was in it with these guys, and I I I'm not saying good or bad way, but uh, if this team does have a bad month or something like that, I think that is going to be just a really interesting dynamic cuz he was
2: there. I think as a teammate he was almost the same as he's going <laughs> to act as a manager where it's like, "Yeah, we're buddy buddy," but Big when you bro. need to, yeah, when you need to be slapped a little bit, okay. on to slap you a little bit.
0: All right, I like that. We have uh, the over-under here, which before the show, Trev said, you have a pretty big lean on this.
2: Well, I don't know what it is. I'm looking at the projectin- the projections here on uh, Rotowire, but I don't know what the Vegas line is. Do okay. That up? Yeah, the Vegas line is 88.5. Oh, wow. Is it tough division? 88 88.5? Reds are going all in. Cardinals are good. This has them. I'm looking at a page now that has them projected at 85 and 77. So I, if it was 85, it. I'm heavy leaning You're over. You're on the over. But now we're talking 88 and a half, and that's your, when you close in on that 90 win. This is number, from
0: thelines.mlb.com/slash/mlb-win-totals-points-sheet-points-bet-2020.
2: When you start talking about 90 wins, that's that that's the separator between a, a really good team, right? You get to 90 wins, you had a really good season. So I don't have a heavy lean now that I know that's the number. But I, I I lean that they're going to be close to that number. I think they're going to be in position here. Do I like what the Reds have done? Yes. Uh, got a lot of friends on the pod from the Brewers. Right. Like what they have, but I don't think they're going to be there with the Cubs and the Reds. The Cardinals, we'll see what happens with them. If I had to lean, I'm going to lean over. Okay. I think there's a little bit of recency bias with a lot of people. Saw what happened last year. They didn't have a great year. Let's not forget, you look at run differential, I don't have that pulled up, but I remember I looked it up um, a couple of days ago. They still had a very good run differential. Yeah. And that's kind of telling with the team. So I'm going to lean over on that, and I think that they have a good chance to win this division. I think it's a great
0: over-under. Like yeah. If you were to tell me the 85 through 90 range, that's exactly where I'd fall right. in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do think the division got better. I think what you're saying is right. Like they're still really good. That lineup yeah. is phenomenal. I don't know what happened. But I'm going to go under. I think it would be barely under. Like I said, like, I don't know if any team in this division is going to really put up like a 93 90, like mid-90s win season. Yeah. I think they're going to beat each other up. They beat each other up last year, and the Reds weren't even a part of it. A part of it.
2: I like what the Reds have done. I do.
0: I know, so no I think doubt, I think doubt, this division is going to beat the shit out of each other. I'm going to take the under. But yeah. you know
2: what? They won, the Reds. What they do? They won the off season. How many times right. have you seen a team win the off season? I mean, the Yankees maybe won the off season, right? But the Reds had a really good off season. That doesn't necessarily translate onto the field. I do like the moves. I do think it's going to be tight. But I mean, again, I just think this. I'm not pagan.
0: I'm not pegging The the Reds to win like be a uh, amazing team. I just think they're going to be much more of a hassle for people better. in the division.
1: Yeah, yes I, I I don't know i I also lean under i the division is brutal, um like the Cardinals i, I don't mean, think the division's brutal the are you thinking
2: brutal and like their teams are good there yes yes, okay. yes.
1: like okay. it's it's
2: brutal to get through, excuse me so the Cubs, I just found it out I'm sorry to cut you off sure. plus ninety seven run differential last year it's good i mean that's 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 really good sure i mean there's a, they're they're probably fourth in the league or maybe fifth in the league last year.
1: And hey may, maybe Rossi comes in, they've got some good juice, but I uh I, I don't know. I for me the Cardinals are just gonna be there. They're a well run organization, like that guy at the top of the rotation. I know you do too. Gotta love Jackie. Um the Brewers, I mean, they find a way. They they push to the playoff line without Yelly. He's gonna be back. Um and then who's the other team I'm blanking on? The yeah. Reds. 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 Reds got a lot better. They're 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 the team that's going to dictate this over under. If the Reds are good, the Cubs are going to be under. If the Reds aren't, the Cubs are over. I'm thinking that the Reds are going to be a pretty good baseball team.
2: Under. This is something that I wanted to mention and I forgot about it. Mention Um, it. Cubs last year, they have a good home field advantage there. Wrigley. You know they they know how to play that field. Last year they were 51 and 30 at home. That means they were thirty three and forty eight on the road. That's going to correct itself. They're not going to go thirty three and forty eight okay. on the road again.
0: Yeah, Madden making them dress up and on all the road trips. They're like, hey, they were, we're tired s- of it. We're Sick yeah. of this. Sick of it. Year four of that. Year, f- what was it? Right. Year four of having to wear
2: like all camo every time you go on the road. Yeah, like, come so. on, Joe. We're fucking loose. You're let's tightening just, us up now. Yeah. Let's just let's just take it a little step back. I think they're. You know, even if they get back to close to five hundred on the road, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna be a ninety win team. All right. And we are
0: out. Fun fact, David Ross and dancer Lizzie Arnold were runner-up in the 2007 season of Dancing with the Stars. How about that? pretty big. (laughs) And we are out. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another mini-episode. Go Cubs! Fly the W. Is
2: that what they say? Yes, I think so.